Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily, and I have been using Bravo as an antidote to all of my problems for the last mm, 15 years. Needless to say, I'm an absolute mess. Tune in if you're interested in recaps, gossip, latest news, and overanalyzation of all our favorite Bravo shows. I also touch on other reality television and occasionally get into some scripted stuff. If you like what you hear, please rate me five stars stars, leave a nice review, and also, if you really love it, subscribe. Ah, that would be amazing. All right, guys, enjoy the show. I slept all day yesterday. You slept all day? I'm jealous of that. Yeah, I had I had one day off because my mom's coming into town on Saturday, my mom and grandma, so I've only had one day off, so I like, work six days, and then yesterday off, and then I work today. Where I would Ooh, normally one, have Monday, Tuesday off. Having one, having just one day off is brutal because you really like, yeah. you, you kind of just need, the, you need the first day off to like accept that you have a weekend and then the next day is when you can really like do things. No, exactly. So for me yesterday, I was like, I could tell my body was just like spent and I was just like, I just slept. I slept yeah. and I slept. Fully get that. Um, all right, everyone. I am recording, by the way. Hi. <laughs> oh, hello. Out <laughs> I didn't, there. I'm still new to the, to this platform. So I was, I didn't know what would happen when I hit record and apparently it just records. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, listeners. Hi. Hi, listeners. Hey. Hi. We said that, we said that like, um, remember Kim G from Jersey? Yes. We said that like Kim G. Oh. Um, so first and foremost, Pia, thank you for being understanding for my mental health day. It is Mental Health Awareness Month after all. You know what? Honestly, I feel like I needed one too. So it was like kismic a little bit because I have just been like up to here, up to here <laughs> this week. And I was like, oh my gosh, actually, I think I really needed a day. Like I told Emily, um, I just I literally slept all day yesterday because I've just been working a lot. But now I'm back okay. and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Yeah, I think it did work. It did, it worked out kind of perfectly because had we been recording at our usual recording time, I would have missed all sorts of crazy stuff that was happening. Oh on yeah, the gram. Um, I, I definitely in between my naps, I I was checking in on Instagram, and I was like, yes. Um. So, listeners. Not yesterday, the day before yesterday. So Pia and I normally record Summer House recaps on Tuesdays. So Summer House is on Mondays. We record, boom, next morning on Tuesday. And Monday I was just hit with, it was very inexplicable anxiety. It was like, I didn't have, I didn't have a root cause of it. I couldn't like pinpoint it. There was no like, there was nothing that caused it. There was no like cause and effect. It was just general anxiety. And it was so bad that like I canceled my day. Like I had stuff planned and I was like, nope, I'm not doing that. And the thought of even like watching 
watching summer house like take notes and record i was like i can't i can't emotionally handle that right now so i asked pm like is it cool if we take if we do it on wednesday she said let's do that so instead i just focused on creating content like instagram content because those long recap posts that i do where it's like 10 slides of like Mm -hmm. taking clips those take hours because you have to i can imagine and I used to do them for like every single show, um, but oh, hell no, it just takes so much time. And so I just was like, I'll just do that because it's like it's easy to get kind of lost in it. It's kind of nice distraction. Um, and so I woke up after posting something. <clears throat> I posted something because the very beginning of the episode. Lindsay says something like, I haven't slept with Austin for four years. But mm-hmm. then later in the episode, Sierra says, I found out you came back and said that you and Austin slept together in Montauk. So I made a side-by-side little collage reel where I was like, hold on, is this going to get addressed later? Because what the hell? Like she said she didn't sleep with Austin for four years and then this came up. I woke up to Lindsay having... So here's what happened. Lindsay (laughs) commented. She commented on the post clarifying it. But what I really saw first was she DM'd me separately and said, just clarified it for you, boo. And I was like, are we, am I a boo? Oh, hey, boo. Like, what? I know. I like died. I woke, I like woke up and I looked at that. I was like, what is happening in this universe? I was so faint. I was like, damn it. (laughs) I I want this to be me. I want oh, to be interacting with Lindsay. <laughs> um, it, it turns out that she um, was going and going around a lot of Instagram co- like accounts and commenting on quite a lot of them, which makes sense because she was, which is proof she doesn't get a good edit because they really they they didn't let that get resolved. It's I'm sure she may have said in the in in real time like. I didn't sleep with Austin. We slept in the same bed because we were in a share house and we went to Montauk um, and they just cut it out and allowed it to look like she slept slept with Austin, like she hooked up with them. Yeah. Um, So I read her response, which was that she's like, no, what happened was we went to see a show in Montauk with um, Carl and Danielle and we, there was a share house involved, so we shared a bed. We didn't hook up, which I can actually believe at that point. It sort of seemed like they they ran out of momentum at that point. There was, like, enough drama going on. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I, I read the message and pinned it, obviously. <laughs> Went back and messaged her, and I said, damn, they did you dirty with that one. And then Lindsay responds and sends me, like tea she says oh it's non-stop just like the whole quote austin told you about Kristen and craig a month before you mentioned it to Paige." um no i literally found out that morning while on the phone with austin i actually thought it was austin hooking up with Kristen, which is why i asked him that morning and then she puts like a, a happy face like a laughy face emoji same as the girls trying to create a narrative that robert and danielle broke up like what the fuck are you talking about Robert said goodbye to you because he legit didn't think he was going to be able to come back out. His job at that restaurant at the beginning of summer was so consuming and he didn't think he was going to get that time off again. They're evil. Those girls so, are like pure 
evil. And Amanda, like, she she was teeter-tottering on my, like, do I like her? Do I not? Like, I mostly didn't like her because she's nagging in her relationship. Yeah. And I felt like she was t- making a turn with Lindsay on the show and really yeah. sticking up for her. Uh, I can tell that the girls did some type of, like, ultimatum with Amanda off camera. Like, if you're not going to fall in line, we're going to have to cut you. I feel like that. Some, some, something happened. I have a whole Where, theory. Yeah. I have a whole theory and I I'm I'm going to run it by you and I know I feel like I'm on to something. Um I found this all to be very funny. But by the way, also, let's say cuz I think Maya is pretty realistic and I think Maya I wrote back I was like, "Oh my god, ha 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 ha." And anyway, it's not that big a deal if they did have a fight and say they were breaking up. That happens from time to time when you get drunk with a group of friends. That's barely even a story. Like to act like in the house full of friends getting drunk, like, well, you guys broke up a few times. It's like they got in a fight a few times, maybe. Let's just say they got in a fight and it was like, we're done. We're done. Oh, I, how many I think times I did that happen? Out, oh my God. I think I figured out your theory. Cause I you think want me to say it first of, or do you want to, you want to guess it? I want to guess it. And guess then it. I want, okay. This is a fun game. Okay, so, because I think I may have kind of like thought about this too, but then I like forgot about it. Is your theory that the reason why Amanda is kind of flip flopping now and being more like Team Paige and um, Sierra is because if she goes with the whole narrative that Danielle and her boyfriend were like messy this summer, but they just edited it out, it can validate how messy her and Kyle are and that they get like bad edits and other people get better edits and stuff like that. Something along those lines. Was that your No, theory? it's it's less to do with Amanda because I okay. feel that Amanda is so controlled by Paige. Okay. Because Paige is the Paige is the Regina George of that group. Oh, absolutely. And Amanda, if you had to give her, she's like the Gretchen Wiener. Mm, yes. You yes, know? Yes. This is you know? Right? So here's the theory. Because, okay. you know, they get the episode, they get the, the all the episodes right before they film the reunion so that they can right, talk right, about right, right. it, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Paige, Paige panicked because Sierra saw that little moment that Lindsay and her had at prom talking about like Lindsay possibly either having Carl to choose from or Austin to choose from. And then, and then Paige being like, I love you and don't threaten me with a good time. Let's move to Charleston together and being so like friendly and buddy, buddy and not being like mad at Lindsay for having the audacity to say something like that about Austin. Right. And so, you know, when like you're busted being friends with the person you vowed to be enemies with, Mm-hmm. Paige had to like double the fuck down at the reunion. Yes. And then that made Amanda have to follow Paige and go double the fuck down with Paige. I feel like Amanda is solely trying to please Paige, but Paige had to go like when I did the rewatch and was taking notes, and I had kept having to pause it and rewind it. And I had to get all of it because I was like, "Whoa, whoa, that is brilliant, Emily! You just like broke the algorithm." I just followed that so hard, and like I literally had like like connecting web dots after like when you were saying that because then think about it er, very early on in the reunion. Paige, and I almost feel like this was a way to 
check Amanda without us necessarily knowing she was checking Amanda to make sure she continues to fall in line throughout the the, the taping. She Paige mentions um, when Andy calls her out for like pretty much not ha- having any eye contact with uh, Lindsay at all, which is really awkward. Uh, and she says, "Listen, when." I got into the house. It's really hard to get in with uh, those girls. I get into the house. Ha- when I fir- my first season, I walked into the kitchen. I could cut the like the tension with a knife between Danielle, uh, Lindsay, and uh, Amanda's dynamic. Right there, she's already saying that she felt like that she's setting up the scenario. She's setting up the narrative that Lindsay and Danielle have really legit been the problem from the very beginning, which I don't agree with. Uh, and then she was saying, and then I naturally, and then they didn't really want to talk to me because they were in their little clique. And then I naturally gravitated to Amanda. So I feel like that was Paige's way to be like, hey, Amanda, the reason why we're here, the reason why I don't have that relationship with Lindsay is because I chose to have your back in that moment because of the way that they were treating you. And this is where we are. So are you going to be continuing or what are we doing? Because this uh-huh. is where we are. Uh-huh. So, all right, let's get into the full recap. That was brilliant, and I need you. <laughs> oh, God. Right? Okay, so. Okay, so they're all arriving for the reunion. And it's interesting because Paige actually tells Sierra, she's like, today's the day to squash everything and just keep it moving. I'm like. Um, would you, are you just saying that because cameras are on you? Because I don't know. I don't think that's your agenda at all in real life. No, they could care less. That's not, you're not here to squash things and move on. No, she she is there to, they are there to squash things and move on for the viewers so that they don't continue to get like the messages that they're getting about them being the mean girls. They're trying to change their narrative. I get it, but. mm. Okay. So this is a new, we're on a new, for listeners, you don't know, we're, P and I are recording on a new platform. And one of the things I did not realize about this is that my notes are in Google Docs. And so I can't see when I'm recording this now. Hold on. Let me just change this over to my notes. Oh, I always imagined you had like a spiral notebook. You seem like a spiral notebook. Oh, God, no. I'm a digital gal. Hold on. Let me get, let me get. I like imagined a spiral notebook with a feather pen like Cher from Clueless. Oh, that's that's really cute. That's what I imagined. That's so cute. No, but like a jelly pen. Oh, that's adorable. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So right when they go to sit down, this was the first, this is when I figured out my, my theory. Cause of course I had to watch this like 80 times because I did like content and then I was taking notes. So as soon as they sit down, they're about to start rolling. Lindsay asks Paige, she goes, how are you feeling? And Paige doesn't look at her. and She goes, I feel like we're really close. Meaning like physically close together. Yeah. And Lindsay goes, ha yeah, we are right there. I was like, oh, so she can't, she can't even be kind of cordial at this point. I she know. Got, I noticed that moment busted. too. She got busted. Like she got freaked out when that footage came out of her being like, we're trying and I love you, Lindsay. And oh, move to Charleston. Like Sierra was like, what the fuck was that? So she's yeah. like, don't worry. I will be evil to her. So then I also liked the moment where Andy goes, 
uh, Paige, did Craig give you any advice? And she says, no, because it's usually all about Craig. Yeah. And I was like, that's not a good thing, hun. I said, that's, uh, I mean, in some relationships, I guess that can work if the person is like a a wallflower. Like some people really do like all the attention being on their partner. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's got to get old. Yeah. Paige. Not for, the page is like the, it, it wouldn't make, it doesn't make sense for me with Paige and uh, Craig's relationship because Paige is also, like we said, she's the Regina George of her friend group. So she likes the attention just as much as Craig does. But Craig is just one of those people, like, if those two are in the same room, it's, Craig is going to win and she is going to back down. But I do think that that will get old very quickly. I do not think she can, can sustain something like that because she is too much of a presence to be able to do that. But yes, you're right. Like, I think if you are more of like a wallflower, like the, the, the example that like popped into my head of like a couple that makes completely sense for would be, have you ever uh, watched like this reality show year, like 10 years ago it was like the, uh, the old Kevin Jonas and his wife, they had like a reality show on E like 10 years ago. And it sounds his, vaguely familiar, but his wife, Danielle, she is she is, has crippling anxiety. She can she can barely even fly. She's like Aww. she just she has just not like attention at all, like not in the least bit. And so their little dynamic works so perfectly. Like she's like, I don't want any spotlight. Like I love that you have that though, and I support you in that. But I don't need I don't need anything. I don't need I don't want to be famous. Like yeah, that makes it sense. works for some people. But Paige is already on a reality show, therefore likes mm-hmm. attention. So exactly, and they did. They were they did one of those like little Q and A things. I posted a clip of it because she said that the people she got along with the most on Southern Charm were uh, Catherine and Madison. Mm. Telling, um, but they're setting her up. <laughs> another thing, another thing that that was said, they talked about their the you know wedding plans or whatever, and that they do not align at all on their ideal wedding. Yeah, he wants like a beachy wedding, a destination wedding, like a week long Bali wedding, and she's like, I want like black tie, you know, New York Manhattan wedding. Yeah. So I have a feeling that. Because, you know, what got them together was that Craig was, like, withholding affection and kind of, like, taunting her with it. Yeah. And, like, that – I get why that attracts you to someone because it's, like, just – it's the chase. It's, like, let me get it. Let me – I want to – I need to have it. Um, But I feel like now that she's got it, she's, like, wait. Like – wait, did you freeze? No, I was listening. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was intently listening, but I did – I was frozen in listening. I was like, oh, shit, because this is – I'm so worried about this platform because I'm not used to it. It's such foreign terrain. I, don't, I really don't like change, apparently. <laughs> I don't having, like change either. I'm having such a hard time with it. I'm like, I, I don't like the notes thing. I'm very thrown off right now. <laughs> My creative process is very is, – is That is really under- funny. <laughs> I'm like sweating. I'm like, do Don't worry. Um, You're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, we can do this. We can get through this. Um, the package of Andy stopping by their house. 
I don't know why Andy had to stop by their house. I'm not going to lie. It was a little rude. Like Andy <laughs> showing up just to like school, like just to like make fun of them for like having a dirty house. He like showed yeah. up after a party. I'm like, Andy, why are you there to shame them for this? Like, then hire a cleaning crew to come help them with the cleanup after you make them throw these parties. Like, what I are know. you doing? He's like, this is disgusting. I'm like, hi, um, you can hire a cleaning crew then. It's but then like, it was probably like don't. seven. It was probably like seven a.m. Like, like although I will <laughs> say that I liked them. Sh- I liked him shaming Sierra and Paige for their disgusting room. Yeah, you can just shame them all the time. I kind of feel like, you know how Andy, you can kind of tell when he likes someone or he doesn't like someone and he's like the, like, he's just like very transparent. I'm, I'm feeling like, which I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy about. I feel like he's going to be really hard on Paige. Yeah, he was not. He was not understanding her energy at all. I know. Like, she, he, like, every time she would be, like, trying to, like, make some excuse of, like, why she's like, no one on this side of the couch likes me. I'm like, okay. Like, and he's like, why? Wow, this is your energy's wild. Like, not in a good way. <laughs> and when you, like, when he asked the question, does anyone get mad that Paige and Sierra don't help, or, like, clean? Or- oh, I was so happy that they asked that question. Paige was like, I have helped clean up and set up for every party. And I was like, wow, the fact that you don't realize that you actually don't help do that, like, you went up and FaceTimed your mom. When they set up for the prom party, we all saw yeah. it. And then Sierra's like, "Well, I'm not keeping score." I'm like, "No shit," because you don't clean. You don't. Yeah, people help. who don't keep scores, people who aren't doing shit. I mean, I was. I- I'm the one who's always like mad about that because, like, I'm always the one that's like doing extra work and being really resentful while other people don't do it. So I was like, "Oh, okay, okay," just like no, adding, they're, adding this they're... to my list. <sighs> they they don't have the the blanket of Hannah. Because she was just so, like, uh, Hannah was more, like, out there of, like, she just didn't give a shit. Like, I don't care that I don't help. Like, and I think it's hilarious that I don't help. So we were all looking at her more than the times because she was just so loud and rude about not helping. Where the other girls, they're like, they're one of those girls who are like, we're not going to help, but, like, we're, like, not going to, like, make it so, like, apparent that we're not helping. Like, we just kind of, like, help a little and then we disappear. (laughs) Uh And then that's it. And they still got away with it. They still just were like, let's, I mean, I'm sure at this point they're like, this is only the beginning of the reunion. Let's just laugh this off because we have a lot to cover. But yeah. I was like, I would like to hold their feet to the fire more on this one. I could have done like a 20 minute you, segment on all of them yelling at them over this. There, but the the faces that Sierra and Paige made during that whole thing where people were like visibly nodding their head, like you guys do not help out. They're like, they're so, they're just, they had such attitude, which is why I'm so happy that they were not allowed to sit next to each other. You said that when we recorded last week, and you're right. I am glad that they were separated because they they would have been too bitchy and like powerful I think that it next would, to I, each other. Exactly. I think that it would have empowered them a little too much. And I think they they are kind of like derailing because they don't have that safety blanket. And you see Paige is so visibly uncomfortable when she's not in her – she and I get that you you know they knew that you know production was like we have to have Paige isolated, otherwise yeah. we're not going to get anything out of her. And so it was a smart smart tactic. Yeah. Um, if any of you are in the market for new hair care, I cannot recommend Omorphe 
enough. They sent me a box of their starter kit about, I don't know, like two months ago, maybe three. And it was just to say like, hey, you know, they work with a lot of Bravo Lebs and that was it. It was just like, hey, we're reaching out, just expanding their their market. And I've been using their conditioner ever since. And I've been obsessed with it. I'm telling like strangers at the grocery store about it. I can actually use it all the way up to my root. I kind of use it as like a hair mask even. And it doesn't weigh my hair down. I have a lot of like fine hair. So it'll look like it's full and voluminous for about two hours after a blow dry, but then it just goes limp. But even with this conditioner all the way to the root, using it like a hair mask, it's still it's still full and fine. I don't know, this, the formula they found is amazing. So I've partnered with them. If you use code EMILY15, E-M-I-L-Y-1-5, you get 15% off and I go, well, some, okay? So I will link it in the episode description. I also have a link in my Instagram bio. Check them out on Instagram at Amorphe, O-M-O-R-F-I-E. Reach out with any questions you might have. I'm sure I'm going to talk about them a whole lot more on social media because I love the company. They're also sustainable and eco-friendly. But yeah, okay. Back to Bravo. They asked the question if, you know, Amanda would even consider bringing in another woman to make Kyle's boner bigger, which is just really a gross way to ask that question. Um, But of course, rather than have fun with it, Amanda's like, ew, why would I do anything to make Kyle happy? (laughs) Like, heaven forbid. Amanda's like, he gets a boner just fine. Ew, gross. I hate Kyle. Like, just, I can't. Like, I literally can't. And so now we get Lindsay's package, which is like her miscarriage leading to Hot Hub Summer. Yeah. And so they come back to it and Lindsay says that she does not regret sharing her miscarriage. And she's like, I'm always open with everything going on in my life on this show. And this is this is her like dig at Paige. And Carl will also have this narrative towards Paige. Yeah. Um, and a an anonymous source sent me some info <gasps> about Paige. Um, and cause I was kind of like, what's she not been honest about? Cause I, um, uh, whether, okay, let me hear your thoughts on this. So Paige's brother, uh, it's, it's public record, uh, was arrested in 2021 for a DWI and he, I guess he had Coke on him and he was drunk. Oh, shit. Um, and so to be honest, not that big a deal, uh, but busted for it nevertheless. And she's right, never right. really mentioned. She's never really talked about her family much. And so, oh. yeah. And so she talks about her parents a little bit, but she really doesn't like open up a lot. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, cause I kind of didn't, I kind of didn't understand why they were coming so hard for her. Cause I just thought that Paige is one of those people that had like a boring life that didn't really have much to talk about and expose. You know what I mean? Cause some people just have yeah. that. Some people just have that like kind of boring, like easy life. Yeah. Um, and but I also don't know if it's necessarily her place to out her brother for that because he didn't sign up for the show and that is private and really at the end of the day that that's not that big a deal. No, I don't think that that's something that she has to discuss on the show. That's super private. Right? I wouldn't. No, I don't think that that's. I mean, if you choose to, that's t- completely fine yeah. and it's okay with your brother and your family to put that part of 
their life on TV. But yeah, I know they did not sign up for the show. So no, that's not her place to bring up if they're not comfortable. And to be clear, I don't think that driving under the influence is no big deal. I have done it in my life too many times to count and I'm ashamed of it because now that I don't drink, I look back and I'm like, wow, Emily, horrible. Should have never done that. But I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, that would be a very, like, unless she was so affected by it and like it was causing her so much emotional anguish and she was leaving it off the show, I feel like she probably was like, oh, what a bummer for him. But they, they dealt with it, but like it wasn't yeah. something she needed to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think that that's something that she has to put on this show. I mean, I understood Carl's like line of things without that of like, yeah, like your boyfriend was on the show, like and you don't share that part of your life. But like, nah, I, I don't think that her brother's situation is anybody's business, but their family's business. Okay, glad well, we're on the same page there. Uh, Lindsay didn't want to get attached to one person. That was her thing. She, which is true. She gets, that's her MO year after year is having one dysfunctional relationship through the whole summer. So she's like, rather than do that, I wanted to just date around and not get attached. And so Amanda's like, well, I was expressing concern because it just seemed different. And Andy says, it did seem a little frenetic. No. And Lindsay goes, well, yeah, but I do everything in 110%. Yeah. Was he just like not even realizing that like she's not being insulted, but being basically called like crazy? And she's like, well, yeah, that's me. No one has ever leaned into their brand more than Lindsay. She's like, and you know, I do like you guys that, not though. get it by now? Do you guys just not get it? This is me. I, lo- I, I appreciate no matter how hard any of those people try to to like make fun of like her decision making or whatever she wants to do she is just so confident in herself in the sense of like hey I, yes i am very sure that some of the things that i do make my make make me look silly but that's okay because that's my choice and i'm always going to be like that and if you don't like that about me then just don't fucking be around me and like, it doesn't period. literally affect you at all it doesn't that's literally the the all of the stuff that they're like keep trying to this conversation that they keep trying to have with Lindsay that she doesn't care to have doesn't affect them one iota. Maybe I guess the only person that it sort of affects was Sierra with the whole Austin situation. But beyond that, it doesn't affect anybody. And I guess they could try to do a roundabout reason like, well, when well, then when it did affect Sierra, it ended up affecting the whole house. Because and that's fair. Tension. Yeah. And that's fair. But then that's also, fair. it's fair to a degree. But the thing is, they're putting it all on Lindsay. And also, if they're going to bring that energy Bring it to Sierra. That's my whole thing. Like, Sierra also is keeping up the tension because there were several moments where Lindsay tried to squash the tension and Sierra kept it going. So, like, let's not, like, you, I just don't see them bringing Sierra aside many times. Like, hey, are you okay? I know that this happened with Austin and, like, it seems like you, you, you're getting super attached to someone you didn't know that very well and throwing glasses at people. Like, can we talk about it? No, we're not going to do that. Just Lindsay's a crazy one. She didn't throw a glass at anybody, but Sierra did after knowing someone for two weeks. Right. An assault (laughs) happened. They're really looking like it's it's it was more important for them to get Lindsay to say she was sorry about what she did 
than to make Sierra apologize for what she did. Lindsay's a better they, person than me. If because I wouldn't have done it just because they were being really fucking annoying. If they I, had I brought just, the just, same energy to both, I'd be like, fair, but they only they cared aren't. about the Lindsay side. I'm like, okay, but you guys have to get the exact same energy for the Sierra side. That's You're like what I'm literally saying. Yeah. just skirting right over that. And, I, like, and again, I wouldn't be I would be so much more understanding of why they felt the way that they the house collectively felt the way that they felt about the whole Lindsay and Sierra situation. Yeah, if they were bringing the same energy to both, because I honestly think as much as I'm a Lindsay Sin, I think it's a 50-50. I yeah. think that they both I think that they were both being shady in their own ways. And I think that they both brought unnecessary drama to the house, but necessary for our viewership. So I'm like, not not about it. But like again, if we're gonna be mad, be mad at both of them 50-50. I think absolutely honestly, in the Austin situation, I think it's a 50-50. I, I like literally if I like did like checkpoints and stuff yep. like that, like wrote a list out. Yeah. It, it all equates to the same thing. I agree. You know? I agree. It's like a, it's like an even Stevens. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's just because I, I guess I get more so defensive of Lindsay. It's because it's like they, for some reason, cannot tell Sierra shit, which to me goes back to Danielle's thing of like you're talking about we're unapproachable you Sierra are unapproachable and I think that the I think that the house does agree with that and they don't want to be on Sierra's bad side like look at Luke he makes one fucking mistake barely a mistake and he is treated like shit for the next two years like by Sierra she's you want to talk about like unapproachable if you do one fucking thing to Sierra you're dead like the fucking mafia (laughs) <laughs> like find a, wake up find a horse head in your bed <laughs> that's a good point that's a really good point he's like he's still crawling his way back i like, know two years later like Three, some dumb shit she's so hypocritical oh she's 25 though guys okay how long <laughs> are we gonna say that uh they bring up the double standard and page it's okay if you've seen my post on Instagram, I tried really hard because my 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 point of trying hard to see both sides and show that I can be not completely biased is to try to get people who are totally one team or the other, mainly the team page Sierra side, to see that maybe you can like see another avenue because the people that are totally like anti Lindsay, pure team Sierra, I'm like, but there's there's some middle ground here. And yeah. so when when they're talking about the double standard and Paige goes, you know, because Lindsay's like, but what about Luke? Luke's dating people. And Paige right. is like, well, Luke didn't have a miscarriage. I really want to believe that she was just being an immature, fucked up little girl. Poorly trying to say, well, the reason we were concerned, quote unquote, is because you had had a miscarriage and it seemed like out of character. And then I'm going to I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Amanda felt that way. Paige did not feel that way. Yeah, Paige did Paige not. is using Amanda's excuse now because she has gotten backlash. And now she can use that excuse, Amanda's excuse, to justify all of the reasons why she kept bringing it up. Because, again, like Danielle, my girl Danielle, pointed out to Maya, who was also, like, ha- yeah. a little bit having a blind eye to that whole situation, Um then what are the other side comments that they're talking about? The brothel, uh, 
all these other little microaggressive comments that they made about her being sloppy and making out with people it had nothing to do with her miscarriage. It had nothing to do with concern for Lindsay and like why she keeps putting herself out there and try to cover up her pain from her miscarriage. It had nothing to do with that. She, they were pissed about the Austin thing. And then she, she kind of outed herself by saying that, like, well, yeah, I was mostly upset because, like, you said you liked Austin and then all of a sudden you're hooking up with someone else. The brothel so comment. miscarriage. It's yeah. Austin. <laughs> like, yeah. so stop trying to use her miscarriage, which is gross and disgusting to me, to justify the way that, that you guys treated her, belittled her, and shamed her. Don't do it. Don't do it. You, you dumb bitch. Maya tried to, like, mediate the best she could because she does have a better approach her tone doesn't get as emotional and as bitchy um but she got overshadowed because sierra we'll get to sierra in a second um Lindsay then says and this part really broke my heart she's Lindsay says i legitimately thought Paige and i had a great summer and got closer and Paige says that's wild Oh my heart! And, and this is and like, then Andy. Andy goes. Andy goes. You you didn't feel that way. And Paige just like shrugs one shoulder and goes, "Not really." <gasps> my heart. Like, but she you was fucking cunt. But she I was said it. So I said it. She, she good. Say it again. You fucking cunt. Thank you. One more time for the back. You fucking <laughs> cunt. Ooh, that that one hurt. I don't like that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and again, so it's just like her narrative is all over the place. She's like Amber Heard, like I can't keep track with her her stories. Because one minute you were concerned with a Lindsay all summer about her miscarriage, but you felt not one iota of, of closeness. So why the fuck did you care about her miscarriage? Right? On a, I guess you can say on a human level, but if you if you felt anything on a human level when someone is telling you, hey, I felt close to you this summer, even if you didn't feel close to her that summer on a human level, you could have been like, you know, I appreciate that that's how you felt. But for my in my version of what happened this summer, I didn't feel that way. And I'm sorry that I didn't feel that way. And like, let's talk about why maybe I didn't feel that way. There's a way you in which you can say. Not a, you don't have to agree that you felt close with Lindsay that summer or made a connection that she felt that she, you guys made, but you don't have to be such a fucking bitch about it. The only reason I'm not coming for Paige that hard about the miscarriage thing is because Kyle blurted it out at a dinner as well, and we didn't really come for him. Oh, I did. I was pissed. I was mad. I really, I don't think we like, was that the, I think that was the scrapped oh, that was, episode. That was the scrapped episode. You're I right, was, right. I was actually really fucking upset, but we, but the problem is, I don't think that Kyle said it in the way in which Paige he was said it. He was drunk. He was, yeah. and I'm not even excusing the drunk thing. I still thought it was, uh, like, egregious, the, what he said, no matter if he was sober, drunk, whatever. But I don't think it was with malicious intent. I think it was one of those because he was drunk crosswire. I think he thought he was saying something in a nicer way than it actually came out. And I and I don't I don't think it was coming from a malicious place. It was still fucked up, and and he really owed Lindsay an apology. And I hope he spoke to her separately. about it more separately. And I'm sure he did. Yeah. Um. But Paige said that. Paige, anytime Paige says anything about Lindsay's miscarriage, 
I feel like it's with malicious intent underneath wrapped up in a um, we're just concerned with you. Mm. And I also there's one thing that I thought about because I on your post when you're saying like with like trying to see because you did you did a really good job of really trying to like uh, carve out some type of like humanity and page with like some of the comments that she was making during that little argument with the miscarriage thing. Because, like, after she said, after Paige said miscarriage, and then I think Amanda jumped in for a quick second, then uh, Lindsay jumped in and she was like, let's calm down. I, and then Paige was like, you shouldn't be telling anybody to calm down. And, you know, like, you were like, you know, that's, like, that's, that's true. true. But I don't think that that's true. And this is why it's because I don't think, this is why I don't think that the way that Lindsay was saying, let's calm down was like, let's calm down, like, everyone stopped being so like hyper or crazy i think it was a i do think this i think it was a reset for her like i think cuz like again we're talking about her her miscarriage like i don't like i don't feel like people are putting enough weight on that like that's a really sensitive topic like some people can't even talk about their miscarriages for years so like when they're 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 visibly arguing over her miscarriage that she should be really leading the charge of talking about if she's going to talk about it and i think she's like I think that was a way for her to be like, okay, hold on. Let me just like reset the conversation if we're okay. going to be talking about it. Okay. Not like, not like calm down guys. Like let's okay. stop. Like I think it was more of like, okay, let's calm down. Like when okay. I got my miscarriage, like, like, hold on. I'll make like, space we're gonna, for that. Like, 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 like if we're going to be doing this. Okay. Like, yeah. Give me I a can, second. I can like, totally let me, make let me, space. Let me get into yeah. this conversation. Like, like let's just, I felt like it was more of like she was saying like, hold on, let's reset. Like, give me a minute. Give me a second. And then we can talk about it. Like, that's like, it's a heavy thing. I know Lindsay is really strong, but that is a really difficult subject. So, like, let's give her some grace and space for that. I'll give you that. You're right. I'll give you that. 100%. Okay. Thank you. Well done, Pia. Um, Carl chimes in and he's like, You play two games, Paige, because he is shocked. He's like, You guys, they had, you had a whole moment at prom. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I know that yeah. that's the moment that Paige is like, I have to double down after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they get into a little back and forth. And be- and so this, I really do think Paige was just caught off guard that Carl was coming for her at all. Because Carl does make a big statement. He's like, you've never brought anything else to the show. He says that at one point. That's yeah. a big statement. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, for anyone on these shows, period. Housewives, doesn't matter. Probably oh, yeah, in general. Coming for, they're coming for, they're, they're coming coming for, for her pocket. Exactly. Coming for that check. And so yeah. it, it always freaks them out um, because it opens up the possibility of getting fired. It, like the yeah. producers are like, what does Paige bring to the show? Yeah, she is. Oh, and Andy's talking about her and Sierra sleeping all the time. So it's you like. You know? Mm-hmm. So, it, so she, I think, just retaliated with a bad clap back. Like, well, what did you do this summer? Like, not meaning. Because you were I, sober. However, right. how, hold on, let me finish. Yeah, However, yeah, yes. when Carl, when his package comes up, expresses that, hey, look, that really hurt my feelings that you just said that because he's only 15 months sober. That's nothing. Because yeah. you coming for me this summer being like boring, saying I didn't bring anything, that makes me feel like you're coming for my sobriety. Instead of Paige going, hold on, that's not what I meant. You were coming for me, but I'm sorry. Instead, instead of being compassionate 
which is I get, I hate saying should for people because I get we're all different, but she, she I'm gonna say it. She should have said that, but instead she goes, "That's so rude that you would even say that to me." And then I was done. And then I was like, "You fucking bitch!" Like, yeah, take a take a second to stop thinking about yourself and realize that he's saying to you that this very important thing. It feels like you came for it. And while you were just trying to clap back, it hurt him. And stop for one second and say, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. You were coming for me, but I'm sorry if that's that's how you took it. I'm sorry. But to go, that's so rude that you would say, he's not being rude. He's not being rude. No. And then that's when Andy looks at her like little contorted, pouty, like bratty face and the thing is andy's like bitch you are sitting next to me for the first time prove that you're worthy of this seat okay and you're gonna give me this body language Ooh, this is what you're giving me (laughs) lindsay's like i'm cool Lindsay's like, what the fuck? And that's why she always wins because she look like in when Paige like when, even when Paige was saying, no one on this side of the couch likes me. Lindsay was like, hold on. And she said it in like not like an in, not in a defensive way. Not at all. She said it, she said, wait, no, like I know like, we that's have not our true. issues. That's not true. That is not true. And she like she was really trying to give her eye kind of like, that is not true. And that, not give not talk, looking at anybody else, not trying to plead her case to Andy. Pissed She's trying me off. She, Lindsay is trying to look at you and talk to you directly and say, that's not true. And we did you notice like you. when she when she was like, uh, she's like, I feel awkward being on the side. No one likes me except those two people at the end. And Andy goes, Alex and Andrea. Because he was <laughs> like, those, those are their names, you little bitch. He was not having it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Andy's really and I don't think that he Andy came I don't think Andy came in to the reunion wanting to gun for Paige, but I think he's starting to I think that the way that she's completely handled herself up till this point is making him be like, Well then I guess we're gonna come for you. <laughs> okay, bitch. It's on. Yeah. You've got to earn this seat, and we thought you could handle it, and clearly you cannot. Yeah. Takes a and strong bitch is, to sit here. And it's like, if we were doing, like, some type of, like, uh, debate or, like, whatever, I would be looking, like, if I was Paige's PR person and Lindsay's PR person, I would be, like, gold stars for Lindsay so far, like, my PR, the PR person, and then, like, Paige, <laughs> I'd be like... Guys, we're going to have to <laughs> do a massive delete today of all of Paige's comments. Uh, we're going to have to go to all of the blogs and like pay them off. We got to like plant stories. We're going to have to get change the narrative. She is fucking it up. Like, <laughs> fucking it up. I also thought that this is what ties into what you said earlier. When she pulls out, when Paige is like, you know, because he's like, you haven't looked at Lindsay in the eye once. And she's like, look, there's clearly a divide in the group. And she pulls out coming into the show. What is it now? Five years ago? Four years ago? Yeah. I saw the tension between Amanda, Lindsay, and Danielle. I'm like, wait a minute. What? That 
okay, but now Amanda and Lindsay, like, they have they're a fine. Connect. They have a friendship. Like, they're like more you, than fine. They're friends. Like, what are you talking about? And then, but Maya was nodding in agreement. I don't know if that was editing, though, because they can do that, which really pisses right, me right, off, right. where they can, like, cut to something else. Yeah. So I'm not even going to really acknowledge that because Lindsay and Danielle and Kyle all took Maya out one night. Remember? And we, like, mm-hmm. pointed out how it was, like, Danielle, uh, Sierra and Paige were like, you're going out with them. So yeah. I won't take that. Um, it's been years of this. So how does this apply now, Paige? What are you fucking talking about, Paige? Well, she, she tried to approachable. So she's trying what she's trying to do in a really messy and not great way uh, is justify the re- kind of justify the reason why Sierra doesn't like them and why Maya may not. And the thing is, I could easily clap back and say, no, what you have done is you naturally gradu- gravitated to Amanda. That's fine. That's no fine. one's fault. That's no one's faulting you for that. That just is what happens with human beings. You gravitate to one person or another. Fine. But what happened there is you guys became some super click. And in your rule book, you, when new people come in, you decide if you like them or not. And if you guys want to grab them for yourselves. And then what you do is you grab them for yourselves and you isolate them in your room because you guys never come out of your room. And then the other girls, because they're not invited into your room, never get a chance to bond with them. That's what I see on my screen. So I just don't. You can take your fake narrative and shove it up your little ass. I'm like, listen, you guys know by now I am not above taking all damn day because, you know, today I'm under the weather. So I can't even work if I wanted to. So I may have to go through the footage of from Paige to her first season to today to look through and see when Danielle and Lindsay were like chatting with them and how they interacted because I truly do not feel like they were unapproachable by any um, means. You can look on their first episode. Hannah, episode that she's she's talking about Hannah when- went out with Hannah went out with Lindsay and Danielle that night. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, on that first episode that they came in, Hannah went chose to go out because she wanted to go out. Paige is like – she. I understand why she gravitated to Amanda because she likes to be in the bed all day and just talk shit. That that, that makes sense for her. Han, and, I, and then Hannah likes to do what she does. But, you know, her and Paige have that bond. And I think they were like, ah, nah, I don't – we don't – like, let me give you the tea. Lindsay and Danielle Priest are shit. We're not really going to be fucking with them. That's what I think kind of happened. Question. The next season was Jules, right? Yes. And we know what happened and none there. Of, and none of them really liked Jules. I think yeah. that it was like, I don't think any one of them really liked Jules. Jules r- really wanted to be a part of it. So the thing is, Jules really wanted to be a part of what she deemed as the cool clique. And she really tried hard to be to penetrate like Paige, Amanda, and Hannah's dynamic. And then like when she was like starting to cry, like feeling like she was left out by the entire house. She didn't say Lindsay and Danielle. She said the entire house doesn't like really seem to want to talk to her. Amanda and- specifically. Amanda was like, remember she came for Kyle? Yeah. Because Amanda said something like something mean about Jordan and uh something like, well if you're choosing to be friends with Jordan, then how do we trust you or something like that or a liar. And, she, and yeah. Jules was like, didn't Kyle just cheat on you? And that was, and Amanda was like, and you're yeah, done. And, that, and then, yeah. Amanda, Amanda's a mean girl. Let's yeah, not she forget is. that. And I, that's what I'm saying. Like, so what Paige is saying doesn't track. Because by the way, we haven't had that many 
that many cast members. It's not the real world. We don't Thank start you. bringing people in every season. Right? We've had – so since Hannah and Paige were on the show, the next season we got Jules. Jules did not make the cut. She was quickly – booted out COVID, i think COVID happened and then no uh, not that no it was sierra's season before COVID happened but didn't COVID happen no but didn't co- no COVID happened when they did the reunion i'm talking about because remember like remember they had to do a zoom they had to do a zoom reunion you remember that i'm just oh saying my like god i forgot wait what yeah so like i believe COVID. i think COVID. Ha- i know that their reunion was on zoom and i i have to I feel like that the reunion was that definitely wasn't on that Zoom. wasn't because of COVID though. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, it was just but because they, were, they like didn't have a budget. Okay, so they were thing. So, so then okay, that happened. So they they so then Jules got booted, and then the next season Sierra. we got Sierra. So really, she's talking about two girls. One of them felt ostracized by the entire house, and then the other girl was taken by Hannah. For her little narrative to like get Luke ostracized, which worked, mm-hmm. and then two for one, getting Sierra to be in their alliance. So, what the fuck is Paige talking about? And it's also not a quit. Like Maya came in as Paige's friend. That's yeah. How she so came yeah, in. exactly. So like you can't even use Maya as like a person to be like. Oh, like even my, no, Maya, like if I came in, I'm like Sierra, I'm a very grateful person. So if my friend brought me in, like Luke brought Sierra in, I wouldn't be just jumping ship to like talk to these strangers. If my friend is like having some type of issues with the other girls, like I'm not going to necessarily be rude or mean. I'm going to be open, but like, yes, I would be more cautious. Yeah. Because that's my friend who brought me into this house. So yes, I'm going to gravitate towards Paige more, just like, uh, What's McCall? It. Uh, I feel like I feel like Sierra to me like just completely used Luke to get in the house and was like, "Peace out." One bad thing happened, and like I'm just gonna be friends with these strangers. Yeah, which I think I would have just left. Like if this person brought me in the house and it was this much drama, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm gonna go. That's a good <laughs> like, point. Like I don't know any of these people. Like instead, that's- she stayed just to and was just rude to him the whole time. It's that's weird. What okay, a choice! One second, I gotta open my. Uh, slide oh yeah, you gotta dog. let your you gotta let your dog out. Okay, so clearly we are on the same page. Okay, Danielle doesn't end up moving to Charleston. She's not moving to Charleston Thank because God. Robert took a job in Aspen for the winter. Do we think that that was just a storyline? No, that wasn't a storyline. The job just no. fell through, right? No, I don't think that was a storyline. I because he genuinely seemed excited to like move there i think it was like one of those things where it's like it was a good opportunity and then something else came up like you know chef life chef life um i'm i'm glad maya's cookie business was addressed because i ordered i ordered cookies from maya and they just never arrived well they never arrived i talked about on the pod uh they never arrived and then when i messaged and was like hey so it's been like four weeks and i've never got them and then they got back to me like a week later and then it was like okay we'll send them now and i was like no 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 like just refund me but turns out she just got overwhelmed with orders and now has a ten thousand person wait list so i mean that's crazy like that is I that's mean that's amazing. That's the that is the dream. Like that always because I like watch Shark Tank a lot, Good. and that that happens a lot. Like if you have a small business and it does get all like really popular overnight, and you don't have the space 
to like fulfill those orders, it's like almost like backfires on you because then you end up losing a lot of customers because like for you, you didn't know why your cookies didn't come. And they were like, like, well, get them to you now. And I was like, well, no, no, it's been like a really long time. What kind of cookies did you order? Just I ordered the um, the I think they're brown butter snickerdoodles. I can't remember anything. Mm. My 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 preference on desserts is usually like anything vanilla cakey. Like I don't really do like yeah. chocolate. I'm more like a vanilla. Same. Mm, okay. I, anything like funfetti oh, is my yes. jam. Like funny fed and funfetti is my favorite. Or I like really random like like flavors. Like I'm like I like baklava like things like that like something really random or like like if i was into chocolate i would like german chocolate like coconut has to be okay i don't know it's like something something i respect that i ordered because i'm on this no dairy no sugar i'm i'm on over two weeks now i gotta say my inflammation because i was having great girl i i had to publicly announce it and risk public embarrassment or else i would just have keep kept cheating um i ordered (laughs) i mean sometimes that's how you have to do it I had to because I I kept cheating. But the thing is, it was so stupid to keep cheating because I'm the only one who suffers. So, like, it was like, I'm going to cheat. But then it was like, Emily, you're literally the only one who suffers. Like, I was having, like, so much pain and inflammation in my hands. I could barely use my hand. Like, I had to prop up my phone to make content. I couldn't even hold my hand. Um, But I ordered this (sighs) stuff from – I'll tell you guys if it's good. But I ordered this stuff from Fit bake listeners if you have any experience with them please write in oh also listeners i want to open up my email if you guys have anything you want to share um if she speaks bravo at gmail.com write me write pia too if you want and just write in (laughs) and uh i just want because i know instagram can get a little hectic uh and i want to just make it you know just a special place just for us as opposed to make Instagram can get wild. Um, okay, Instagram moving on. Instagram can get wild. Yeah, and just my notifications on Instagram. Sometimes it's not as fun to check, but if I know that you're listeners and we can just do an email thing, it's way more fun that way. Um, oh, what? also what? fun what? story, Pia. What? What? No, no. What? Do, what were you, you gonna go. say? No, you go. I'm like, I was trying to search page on Instagram and she's like not popping up, and I was like, she. There was no reason for her to. Block. Is she shadow banned? Maybe I think she is shadow banned. You, you have to, but because I, I just went to her, I just, I just, I went oh, to Sierra's now. She's and then not I just, coming up. But I just, but she's not. I'm not blocked because I can go to her page and I'm, I am following her. I think but she I'm is. Blocked. I think she's shadow banned. No, I you're think not. I'm blocked. You, can you? You can't see her. Like if you go to Sierra's, go to Hold Sierra's on. like tag. Go to her tag. Don't go to her following because I try to search her in, in Sierra's following. Go to one of her tag pictures that she has a page and then what? click her. Hold on, Sierra. Sierra, go to a. Where do I find a page there's tag? Like, there's like, uh, it's like really, it's like the third. Scroll down, like five. Scroll down. There's a group Scroll picture. Group like picture. Oh, okay, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so nope. Uh, I don't see the tag of it. I think she blocked uh, me. Oh, you're blocked. I can see that. <laughs> I'm blocked you by blocked? Page, everybody. Oh well, that's what Congrats. I thought I was blocked because of your page, but then I was like, uh-uh, I found a back door. Um, Let's but no, I'm on. Not let me blocked. see if I can find her on page. I'm not blocked. I can just see her. Soar. But I can't even find her when I go on another account. 
Whoa. But I did I did read a comment because I was trying to – I went to her her. Hold on. I can't even find her on, like, my other other accounts, though. That's bizarre. I think she's shadow banned because uh, when I was once – you know, I like to go straight to the comments after anything airs. And I went – I wanted to see if the viewers were eating up Sierra and Paige and they were on the same page as us. Mm-hmm. In on Paige and Sierra's comments, and it's I don't see any terrible comments, so they've definitely been doing some deleting because, like, not even have any is odd to me. I don't so blame I definitely them. Think I mean, I'm not I'm not blaming them, but I I definitely think they've been deleting. But as I was looking through it, somebody in, in on Paige's comments said, "I think you're shadow banned." And I got I was, like, a message from someone saying that I'm shadow banned because they're like, "I have to type in your whole name." I'm like, oh. Interesting. I've also been posting a lot about uh, the whole abortion rights thing. And whenever I go political, I start to get shadow banned. Happens all the time. That's so annoying. And it's also yeah. like, like, a, like, why are you? Sh- I don't get it. I don't get the shadow banning thing. Instagram is very, it's very, very like, that's why I'm going to, that's why I'm trying to get my YouTube channel up and running. It's just been hard because I have other things to do. But yeah, Instagram is very like capitalist. Because it's like, yeah. it's very like, um, they taunt you with this, like, you know, post it this time and on this day. And then you'll go, right. but then you do all those things and it doesn't quite work. And then like you post one random thing and that goes viral. And like, there's just no rhyme or reason to it, but they like dangle it in front of you. Like there's a chance that you'll make it big. And then they like do things like shadow ban you. And then you're like, they're like, no, we don't shadow ban. I'm like, but you do. It's yeah, very you much like you're constantly like trying to figure it out. So, but YouTube is like a search engine type of thing. So, like that's yeah. where you can like monetize. Okay, but my fun story, and then we'll get back into Summer House, is I was I got contacted by um, Whaler on behalf of Direct TV. Whaler, they they're like um, creator. They're kind of like um, I guess they find creators uh, for events, I guess. And so they reached out to me on behalf of DirecTV, and they were going to be doing a watch party tonight for the premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, my God. And it was the subject line was paid opportunity. And they wanted me to attend and create content for a meet and greet with the whole cast to watch the however the event was canceled due to the an issue with the venue but they wanted to let me know that they love my they love my brand (laughs) and will definitely reach out again oh you are the chosen one you are the chosen one (laughs) i'm not gonna lie keeping it so real i was terrified when i got that message i was like wait i have to go out and like see people i have such social anxiety i know emily but you gotta do it i know that's a great opportunity i know i know but uh it was canceled so i'm happy i'm actually kind of happy it was canceled because i'm sick and so then i would have had to have like canceled on them be like i'm sick and i can't get people sick but uh yeah so guys it's happening i'm an influencer you are an influencer (laughs) i'm an influencer (laughs) anyway that's no, I'm excited story. for you. I hope that I hope that they do re- go like you know they have another event, and you have to go. I, I, not- I know I have to go. No, I know I have to go. Trust me, I okay. know I have to go. I do know okay. that. I promise. I know that. I know it's like I have to get outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, in order to grow. I get there it. There you go. 
I get it. I get it. You'll never feel ready, but you got to just jump and do it. And you'll be fine once you're like Once there. I'm there. I'm an extroverted introvert. Once I'm there, no one would know I'm uncomfortable, but it's getting there. I and girl, you're I'm I am very much like that. I I hate I like I like always almost cancel on people all the time because I'm just like, oh, man, I have to get ready. I have to do that thing. Am I going to know enough people there? I hate small talk. Like, right. But then I get there and I'm like, oh, this was like, why did I like, why was I making that such a draining experience to like up until this point? Like where I was like literally just like giving myself a headache. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Then we get to this part about Sierra being shady about Danielle and Robert on Watch What Happens Live. And this is what we talked about <laughs> earlier in the podcast. And Sierra was like, well, they broke up over the summer like a bunch of times. And so, like I said, I read the the DM from Lindsay where she's like, they, that was him saying goodbye. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to come back out because right. I'm just so busy. And Maya, I, I've, I honestly would not be surprised. I honestly, it's like, let's get worst case scenario. Let's say he was like, guys, that's it. I'm leaving. We're done. Yeah. We're broke. That's not that big a deal. Like they all drink. They're doing shots. They're drinking espresso martinis. Like it's not that weird that they would get in a drunken fight and break up. It's just really yeah. not. To me, it's not that it's, big a deal. It's just espresso martinis, guys. You know Don't what I mean? Don't drink martinis. It, it's like it happens. So when they're trying to like claim that it's some big deal, that that would lead them to think that they're not really happy. I'm like, take it down a notch. Okay. No yeah. one will take the cake more than Amanda and Kyle. And do you want me to talk about what happened when Craig caught there first? Craig's like first weekend there was disgusting. Okay. Yeah. We all saw what he did and now we're all happy for them, but I can't wait to watch Southern charm because I hear Craig is disgusting the whole season. So let's, let me just, I, I am so excited for that karma to hit me too, dude. Cause she is so wait, high. She's so holier than thou right now that I just can't wait for us to watch Craig be gross and drunk and yeah. like awful. Um, yeah, I can't wait. And so, when Danielle's like, I have tried with you, Sierra, Sierra goes, you know, you love to say that, but you've only texted me like one time in the whole, in the whole time we've known each other. And then Andy goes immediately. He's like, well, have you tried with her? And she's like, we both Thank haven't you. tried. And I was like, I'm glad that I'm glad he knew immediately to be like, hold on. Cause like, we can't just like make this all about. And then Danielle says, Sierra, you're not an easy person for me to get to know. Meaning like, you're kind of cold. Like, it's not like yeah. you're opening up. It's not like you want to get to know me. It's kind of like I, like I went and sat down next to you on the couch and was trying to talk to you about what's going on with you, but you never, re you never reciprocate. Like I've done yeah. what I can. What can I do? Like, what is it that I can That's do? That's my thing. It's like, I just don't really understand what Sierra is. If she genuinely feels like Danielle is not, open or not trying then i just would like to know what danielle could do differently and i think I she think would like to know too <laughs> yeah like it's like if okay i feel like you just want to keep saying that i don't think you actually want danielle to make any type of effort i think you just want to hold on to that like one thing you can say she doesn't she's dismissive she doesn't um try i think she just wants to hold on to that so i am like what you said 
happy that Andy threw the ball back into Sierra's court saying, so like on your end, what are things that you are doing to get the relationship going? Because it's like, you can't just get sit here and keep complaining. Cause the, the, the thing is Sierra's the one complaining that, that she's feeling dismissing that Danielle doesn't try. Danielle's really only reciprocating that energy back when she is being told she's not doing that. She's like, well, I, you're not either. Or yeah. I have, and then I try, and it's just not really happening. So she I just feel wants, like she Sierra just doesn't like Danielle either. She like, doesn't. I think, I, and, she and doesn't. I get, Danielle's a nerd. Like at the end of the day, Danielle's a tech nerd. She's just you know she's like, and like that's why her and Li- like that's why Lindsay and Danielle get along. Like Lindsay's a crazy wild child weirdo, and Danielle's a little nerd, and they're yeah. kind of the oddballs who happen to get along. And so the other girls are like the mainstream popular type and they're like, oh, they're weird. Like they have that energy yeah. with them. You know what I mean? So when it was so it's rich to hear Paige be like, they're very unapproachable. I'm like, oh. Are you kidding oh, me? Like, like like Paige and Sierra and Amanda, they are so unapproachable. Like, what are you even talking about? Okay. And, and like, you just, like, looking at the, both of their it's, – it's just – it is so funny. That is a good word that you use. It is rich for them to even say that anybody is unapproachable with the way that both Sierra and Paige's body language is the entire time that we've been taping the reunion so far. Oh, you God. Have, if we had a body language expert <laughs> come on to review everybody's body language. <laughs> totally. Their totally. scores would be in the goddamn toilet. Well, you agree, Pen. Pen Pen's like, yeah. Pen's like, yeah. Like, you tell him, Mom. Sierra's package, speaking of, so we get to Sierra's package and, you know, it's all the awesome stuff. And so um, – Everyone's like, who thinks Sierra, uh, Andy's like, who thinks Sierra was being hypocritical by not allowing Austin to sleep in Lindsay's bed? And obviously everyone but like the mean girls wait, raise their hand. Yes, it was so funny. I feel like Kyle was over there like, Kyle was like, <laughs> like trying not to hide his hand from Amanda like, put my hands up, Andy, just don't show my wife. <laughs> uh but this is where, and okay, I, I'm prepared for a bit of a debate because you'll, you'll ride hard for Lindsay and I'm willing to see her flaws. Mm-hmm. Lindsay claims, she's like, I was just being hospitable, basically. Okay, she's that like, was a lie. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I was just like, where is he going to sleep? I don't want him to sleep on the couch. I'm like, well, you also knew Alex wasn't going to be there that weekend and that he could have slept. Like, okay. And Paige, Paige goes. No, Alex wasn't there that weekend. Wasn't just there. Like- well, no, I the, first, that was- the first night or Andrea, someone wasn't there because he was oh, able and- to sleep. Oh, well, yeah, it was, it was Andrea. Andrea. It, it, it was Andrea that wasn't there. Alex had been there the whole time because that was the episode that they cut him out pretending like he wasn't there. He That's was right. there. That's right. So, so Andrea wasn't there for whatever reason. He had like a shoot or something. But yeah, yeah. Paige, because Lindsay's like, I was merely being hospitable. Paige is like, you should go back into PR because you are great at spinning things. I mean, that was the first comment that I agreed. And I was like, Paige about fair. (laughs) That was a fair comment. No, like, I love Lindsay. I do. Okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. I was like, but fact, like, I'm not an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't hospitable. She wanted to hook up with Austin that weekend. 
Uh, the thing is, I don't blame her. Like, again, I I just like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, I love you, Pia. <laughs> I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, she, that's not true. <laughs> but a good try. But, okay. Cute. You, you, you tried like- it. You tried it. <laughs> you tried it. But no, 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 no. no. But again, I'm not, I'm always going to be on on this particular thing yeah Lindsay invited austin i'm not shocked that she would like want him to stay with her i'm not shocked that she wanted to hook up with him she had been bragging like austin's coming for coming for my birthday all the time all weekend so we can also talk about that guys the whole house knew how excited Lindsay was for austin to be coming for my birthday so much well, so that sierra made fun of her in her confession about my birthday like so hold on okay on that same token, though, Andy asked the group then if everyone was clear on the fact that Sierra had feelings for Austin. And Kyle's yeah. like, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure it was clear to all of us that when Austin canceled that weekend, Sierra was really bummed out. Therefore, oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So kind of to, to your point, after Sierra was like, I'm really bummed Austin couldn't come. Lindsay's like, he's coming for my birthday and was rubbing yeah. it the fuck in. No, she so was. It these was are all these are all shitty. these are all things, which is why going back to what we said at the top, I think it's 50-50 this whole Austin yeah. thing. I don't think Lindsay's hands is um are clean in this at all, as much as I ride for her. But I think I just think that the playing field was so easy on this, or even sorry, not easy, even on even. this that uh I'm not mad about – I'm just – I just don't have a dog in the fight for this. Like, I just don't think it's serious. They're both uh, – both of them, I guess – if we could take a fucking tally, they're both fucking yeah. doing shit to it, yeah. fucking firing shit off at each other. Yep. So I'm just here to watch watch it and who, yeah. who plays – I guess for me, why I wasn't so mad as a viewer about the whole Austin situation is so I'm watching two really good players play a game that they're both, like, prepared for. And I'm wanting to see who wins it. And I feel like Sierra's a sore fucking loser. And she didn't win. And now she's like calling like fouls all over the playing field. Like, no, not fair. Not fair. Not fair. Not fair because you didn't win. You didn't practice hard enough. That was awesome. Uh, That was awesome. I love that Carl, like Carl managed to shade Paige so hard right here. Um, Because they're like, Austin didn't come that weekend because you called him and told him it'd be thirsty to be on three shows. And he's like, it is thirsty to be on three shows. Paige. You burnt. Oh, yeah, burnts. Get yeah, burnt. Boom. Uh, oh okay, so God. now we get into the the Austin love triangle of it all. And so when I found out, I know that we'd heard it before, but when because Maya had mentioned it on social media and in an interview, that Austin cursed her ass out too and was like, "I belong in this house more than you do." I just Why I know we heard it before. that. I I agree. Why did they? Yeah, why cut did that? 
Why did they give me that footage? Can they release that? Like after this reunion, they better do like unseen footage and that better be in there. (laughs) I I hate this new format. (laughs) Listeners, we froze. I don't know. Uh, I hate this thing. We're going back to Zoom. We're going back to Zoom. I tell you, ow. Uh, We are turning this car around. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Amanda, this is where she really takes the baton and says, don't worry, Sierra, I've got this. She's like, listen, at one point it was just the Austin thing, but now it's about both of them. Okay. Now Lindsay really fucked up too. And it's, just like oh god amanda you need to sit this one out you understand me because i already had a bone to pick with you about your nagging horribleness with kyle and now you're gonna add this you're gonna add this to my list it is so clear that they talked to amanda and coached her her. on on how to be a good friend to them especially i feel like after watching it back and her being so almost like she was so i think for them Yes, she was all neutral on that brunch at the when they were at the rooftop. She's like, yeah. I don't know, guys. I'm really blaming Lindsay. They're like, Did you hear yourself? Did you hear? Did you yeah. hear you talk? Change and I it. feel like they may have even guilted her. Like, you're perpetuating the narrative that me and Sierra are like the ones that are the problem, and that's like oh not God. a good friend. If you want to sit with us, you have to fall in line. I know they are such the plastics. They're the pull. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a post about that. Oh, can you superimpose? Is that too much work? Can you superimpose their heads on like the cast I, of Mean Girls? I don't know how to do the full face thing, but I've I did it with um. I did it on Salt Lake City. I I used the Mean Girls like bodies, and I put oh. um, Jen Shaw and Whitney and Heather's faces. So yeah, I don't like just, know how to change the like- full thing, but I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it. I kind of know how to do it, but it does take time. (laughs) You do it in like Photoshop, but like I'll just like put the heads on it. Like I won't do it like a full on. Like I'm not that cool. Um, Twitter question comes in and says, hey, Sierra, don't you think it's pretty hypocritical because it's kind of the exact same situation as Vermont? And here we go. I need to just go off for a second. Sierra's like. Go off, queen. Sierra's like, it's not the same because I asked. I was like, hey, are you guys going to like, like, do you want me to back off or whatever? And so they flash back to her asking Austin, like, yeah. do, you know, do you want to okay. pursue it? And Austin's like, uh, no, if Lindsay walked in here right now, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You're disgusting. Okay, bitch. It is the exact same thing because that's what he was saying to Lindsay this summer. He was like, Thank I have you. no desire to be with Sierra. So she's like, yeah, cool. No problem. He even said that to your face, Sierra. There's a whole scene of him saying to you, how do you feel about me kissing Lindsay? Uh, it's the exact same thing the exact same thing and also sierra let's don't be fucking tricky bitch be you're it's just like the whole Lindsay thing like i didn't know like i mean i invited it austin i just assumed i was just trying to be hospitable i care about Lindsay's feelings i asked and i said i would back <laughs> off you asked austin it's like when you ask the parent yeah. you know, says says yes 
<laughs> not like because you know that you you go to the person who you know is going to give you the answer that you're looking for. You didn't go to Lindsay and say who would be the the person really that you would need to talk to. Of course, if Austin is into you and he's like saying it, he wants to hook up with you. Like he doesn't give a he's a fucking fuckboy, as we have all the many 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 examples of that. Of course, he's going to be like fuck Lindsay. Like let's do what we're doing. Exactly. Bitch. Like, like he's gonna, did, like he's going to say to you, actually, yeah, no, I, I would like to pursue that. No, like, he yeah, wants to yes. hook up with you. He, yes, like she's going to say whatever, he, like he can say to get into your pants, like you know what I mean, or do whatever he wants to do because he's disgusting. But I think her whole argument would have more validity if we saw a clip of her going to Lindsay and having a real honest conversation and saying like. Here, I I mean, I'm kind of having a flirtationship right now with Austin. I know you guys have had a thing in the past. Is this going to be something that's going to be a problem? And if it is, I, like, it's just a flirtationship at this point, so I could easily cut it. But, it, I mean, I am also interested in pursuing it. But, it, but again, not worth it if it's going to be a thing. And Craig claims, he's made claims that, that Sierra did do that. But I'm like, they have the way the cameras are set up on those shows is there's like surveillance cameras that capture everything. They would, they'd pull that footage and put I, subtitles and they would show it. I think they that they're all liars. That. And they I just, that. I don't, I don't trust. I don't trust, I trust anything. Anything. That, anything. Anything that Paige, Sierra or Craig and now Amanda say that has no backup evidence. I'm taking with a fucking grain of salt. I really am because I've just seen so many instances where they are literally just blatantly lying yeah. or, or giving half truths. So I don't think that they have, they, I think that they say whatever they can have to say to get people on their side. So I can't trust things that I can't back up with facts. So right now that's, I don't believe that shit. Sorry. I don't believe that either. Um, a Twitter question comes in for Amanda which is, did Lindsay do this to get back at Sierra? And she's like, it yes. did seem like you enjoyed it. And do, you do whatever you want on your birthday. But if you heard someone answer for it. And Carl, love him. But, you know, he's like, you guys, it wasn't planned. Like, she wasn't, like, trying to do it. And Kyle's like, take your boyfriend hat off for a second. And then Lindsay <laughs> really tries again. She goes, I didn't chase me around the party. I didn't pick me up and make out with me. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and then the editors, the editors completely like splice in her. Like Maya's like, well, but you like kissed back. Like you, you, and then they cut to them making out. Like Lindsay, don't do that. Listen Lindsay. again, my Lindsay stand. I'm a Lindsay stand. Lindsay Stan. Um, no, she loved that shit. She enjoyed the loved shit it. out of it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't really, again, it's just one of those things is like, I'm not a fucking idiot. She enjoyed it. I don't think, I, I agree with Carl in a sense of this. I don't think that she was in her notebook plotting like, we're going we're gonna to keep with this mean girl like analogy. Like, I don't think she was like Lindsay Lohan and um, yeah. And her the other little friend that she had that they were like trying to take Regina George down. Yeah. No, I don't think it was like that. However, I think that when things aligned and like she could like do the tit for tat shit, she did. She took oppor- I think she took opportunities to uh, get back at Sierra a little bit, like or even if she was not like directly, but like maybe subconsciously, like if 
Austin was being flirtatious with her. She's like, you know what? I'm going to lean into it. I want to. And they didn't care about it when they did it to me. And I think it's like one of those things like it would happen in the moment. She was like, they didn't care when they did it to me. So I don't care. It's like one of those. It's more of a tit for tat necessarily than like a diabolical plan like Paige likes to make it seem. Um, but again, I do think that Lindsay was reaching, reaching, reaching. Good try, sweetie. Uh, but, uh, no, I think she enjoyed it. I think that they're very correct in that she was just, she was an equal participant in it. But again, I think that they were, everybody was playing a game. So I was here for it. What's interesting is that now Sierra is like yelling at her. She's like, you should have been like, hey, don't do that. Sierra's right there. And I'm like, well, you were making out with Austin right in front of Lindsay. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. The tip or tat. Like, I'm like, no. Like, the thing is, like, then they go too far. They're like, well, then you should have been like, no, no, I should. Like, the only thing that I can say is. I feel like I wish Lindsay would just own it more. Like, I hate using I, that's what Lisa Rinna. That's what um, I wish. I just want Lindsay to stop because Lindsay has a tell. Lindsay has a tell when she's when she's pretending that she doesn't see the other side and she's like denying it. She she kind of like her whole face sort of changes and she yeah. like darts her eyes a little bit. So she knows she should be owning it, but she's not. So she's yeah, kind of like and, darting around. I'm like, girl. And I and I also, I mean, ugh, I just like, I go with this like back and forth. Like I want her to own it, but I also kind of understand her not owning it completely because just with these partic- this particular group of people, she, if she even gives in a little to them, it's going to, they're going to start taking over the narrative. Like, look, she is an evil bitch. Like she, they're not going to be like, I don't think that they would equally be mature back well, and be like, thank you for which- owning it. I feel like if she, I feel like honestly, I do not think that if she owned it, that they, I think I want her to own it for us as a viewer so we can like give her the redemption. But I feel like in the house, I don't think that they would, I think that they would just be like continuously being bitchy to her. Like, see, she even admitted it. I'm gonna, like, we're gonna, we're gonna put a pin in that and we're gonna circle back to that point because I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna say something that ties into that in a second. Mm. Um, because I'm, I have a, I have a, I have, we'll see. Okay, so Do you have another theory that's gonna blow my mind. It's not a theory. It's just, it's a thing. We'll see. Okay. Um. So, Amanda, this is when Amanda starts getting. Amanda gets very controlling, and she is controlling in general. Because uh, Lindsay starts to try to say, like, because oh, Sierra's like, you didn't think about anybody but yourself, and then you come back the next weekend, and you're like, everyone I slept in, I, Austin and I slept together in Montauk. Yeah, I found that out before the dinner. And Lindsay's like, okay, look, it took Danielle talking to me at the volleyball court, a volleyball game, to realize. And then Amanda interrupts and's like, Lindsay, you're a smart woman, you're an intelligent woman, and. I'm like, what are, where are you going with this, Amanda? She's very, she's so controlling. Like she needs people to say what she needs them to say. Yeah. And so like Sierra then, okay, this is what I need your help with. Cause I okay. got confused. Sierra makes this comparison to Kenzie coming that weekend and says like, if I had gone up to Carl and like kissed Carl, <laughs> that would have been, uh, but then Lindsay tries to be like, well, I didn't go up to Austin to make out with Austin. I was like, okay, but bitch, you kind of, you practically did. Um, yeah. Is that a comparable no. scenario? Explain. Because I was like, wait, I, It's not. And I think Lindsay missed the ball with the with her, her retaliation. She, yeah. Yeah. Like she shouldn't have used that excuse because essentially, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Like she was just as like, yeah. let's make out like. So, no, that's not really a retort. 
the difference is Carl and um, what is the girl that we don't like his name? That she's Kenzie. With? Kenzie. Carl and Kenzie were there in agreement as each other's dates or a situationship in agreement. And he, Carl, invited Kenzie. And she accepted. And that was his guest. And, they're, and they both agreed that they were in a situationship. That was very clear. Lindsay invited Austin. Okay. Lindsay was also very clear that it was a, Austin was her guest and it was going to be about her. She was actually pretty clear about that. Also, Austin and Sierra were not in a situationship. Mm-hmm. They have had a situationship. Mm. So has Lindsay and Austin as well. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, it's not the same thing. What the difference is, Sierra assumed because Austin was coming that they would fall into something. All of Sierra's issues was off of assumption, not off of anything that they Austin her talked about. She keeps using words like, I just figured – that when he came, if he was going to be kissing anybody, it would be me. She never says, Austin said he was com- He was so excited to see me. Austin said we were going to be canoodling and kissing and making out and we were going to go on dates. She didn't say any of this. These are all – she created a, 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 fa- a fantasy that was going to happen, which I understand why. Yeah. But your fantasy and your your – assumptions and your wishes and your wants are not what actually happens and you can't be upset with people because that didn't happen. Yeah. And okay. you're right. That's the separation of it. You're that's right. not comparable. You're right. You're right. Okay. Thank I knew Pia, I knew you I knew you'd get it. I literally when I when I got to that part, I put in my notes, Pia can explain. <laughs> it's, not, it's not comparable but I mean I again like as much as I, I I'm hard on Sierra like I do understand her thought process of what she thought might happen because yes I'm not denying that Austin and her had a thing or they had a connection at some point or whatever I'm not she didn't make that up in her head but it to me it's the same thing with what's maybe Lindsay has created in her head about things and stuff like that like we could say that I could see the same thing about Lindsay in Austin in when they were going to Vermont, like Lindsay and her in Austin had had a situation thing before, off camera. She comes into the house a little late um, in the weekend in Vermont. She had built this whole thing up in her head that this was going to be like them hooking up all winter house and she was going to have like a situation ship and it didn't turn out that way. And, and that's what happened essentially to Sierra. But the difference is, is Sierra is like making it seem like Lindsay is like, literally stole her boyfriend and it's that's not what happened is it, everything that happened at summer house is a mirror of what happened at vermont but with reverse with the women and i don't know why people are not like getting that like i agree i agree um andy asks Lindsay if there's anything she wants to take responsibility for and Lindsay's like um i'm sorry that um uh, your feelings got hurt, <laughs> which is 
a classic. She's like, I've already apologized. And they're like, no, you said you're sorry. Your feelings got hurt. And, and Andy's like, that's a classic Bravo apology, non-apology. And Paige says, if you just apologize for hurting her feelings, it would be over. And so Lindsay's like, I already said that. But then like Amanda starts coaching Lindsay and Lindsay does follow all the coaching and it still doesn't feel like enough. And then I felt really bad for Lindsay because it's like, guys, all three of you are ganging up on her at this point, And she still is actually following the coaching. Like she's not just telling you guys to fuck off. She's actually following it. Yeah. And you're still not happy with it. Like this is this is kind of sad. Don't, that's that's my whole thing. That that's was your why, point. Yeah, that was my point. It doesn't matter what Lindsay says. It will not matter. Which is why I also am not – that's why I haven't really been that mad about her not completely – for to them owning it because it doesn't matter what she says. It actually might even be got, have gotten worse if she was like more like forthright with what she was going to do because they, they – they, I think they would have went – they're just so fucking mean. I think that they would have like really no. tried to destroy her. Let me blow your mind right now. Okay, so this ties into what, what comes up next. Andy asks Kyle – if it's true that Lindsay does whatever she wants without regard for others' feelings and people just write it off as her personality or character, that was a viewer question. Now, Kyle loves Amanda. I mean, loves Lindsay. They're f- such good friends. And I have said this on the pod before where she, I Lindsay doesn't apologize after she has one of her explosive blowups. And it's yeah. something that I wish she would do because – I have had my share of anger problems and you do need to say like, wow, I'm sorry. I really exploded last night. I should not have done that. No one deserves that level of anger coming at them. And so Kyle tries to say to her, he's like, you could be right, like going into a fight with you, but you're still going to lose. And I love you, but that's how I feel. If Lindsay were to say, you know what? I don't see that in myself, but... I know that you love me. And if that is something you're seeing, I will, I'm going to try to pay more attention to that. I'm going to pay more attention to that moving forward. Yeah. Do you see how that squashes it? I agree. Because I, what I it feel- does is it also, it's also an example to the rest of the people in the room. Because when they then get presented with something that maybe they don't agree with, they can, they should, quote unquote, I hate that, but they could, let's say, choose to take that same route. Because you're not taking it on. You're not saying, yes, I do that. You're saying, I don't know I do that. But if you're saying it, I'm going to pay more attention to that. And I'm going to observe that because I that must be hard for you. And I don't want to do that to you. Yeah. And so if Lindsay, because Lindsay has not really come out and said, because she probably doesn't want to admit to even herself that she was doing that as revenge against Sierra. That is not yeah. something fun to admit to even yourself that you I, did I, that. I, yeah, yeah. And so that's, yeah, yeah. She hasn't even been able to say, Linz, girl, you did that. So that's why she's having, having, she's like putting it on Danielle. She's like, when Danielle talked to me at volleyball, that's when I was able to go, hmm, maybe. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Did you not hear anything I just said? <laughs> I did. I was going to pretend like I did. I, like I can't see that you don't have your headphones in. <laughs> well, I did. Well, what happened was I got up and 
the headphones, I forgot they had them on, and then it pulled out of my, my ears. <laughs> oh, Ben. Annoying <laughs> the shit out of me right now. <laughs> He's like, why are you not paying attention to me? Um, But yeah, I don't think Lindsay has been able to give... So imagine this is what Lindsay said to them. But it takes a very very evolved person to do this. Imagine she said, look, when Danielle presented the idea to me that maybe you did really love all this attention, mm-hmm. I went, I realized I looked inward and I went, wow. So when we were in Vermont and I got there and I felt so rejected, um, it did hurt my feelings. And then when we were together again over the summer, there was a part of me that did really like that Austin was preferring pic- to be with me because, yeah. you know, we have been, we have been friends for four years and it did feel like a really big diss that he was dissing me over the, over the winter. And so, yes, I, I was in enjoying that attention and it was at your detriment. She would yeah. say that and they would all be like, thank you. But it takes a very evolved person to say that yeah i mean she's not there yet she's not there she's definitely not there yet but i don't think any of them are really there yet to like even i don't know to even accept something that like mature too like you know what i mean difference is once you give someone that level of honesty and what Mm -hmm. they do with it is up to them because what we're also what we're also dealing with is the viewers. And yeah. so if you give that to them and the viewers watching are like, well, she fucking admitted it, guys. We all make mistakes. And here she is owning it because we all say that's all we want from people. Yeah. And so here she is owning it. Well, guys. I, th- I, I think that you're definitely correct in what you just said, because I think that that across the board on all of the Bravo shows is most, I don't care how old any of these people are, like, Age knows no uh, boundaries and pettiness. And I think that if more people were just like, like just said it like it was, it would take a lot of air out of the other people. Even if it doesn't in the moment, like it, it will eventually take the air out of like anything. Like even with like the Denise Richards thing, like in some way, if she was just a little more like stand her ground and being like, instead of like, you know, trying to like, Oh no, bravo, bravo, bravo. I think that that whole narrative wouldn't have taken on a life of its own. Um, but yeah, no, I think that I, I wish I, there are a lot of moments where I wish Lindsay would just like own it a bit more because it would shut down these bitches. It wouldn't give them a leg to stand on and we could be moved past the whole Austin thing. We could, uh, because if, if they continued it, if Sierra and Paige continued it, they would just look dumb. Like, why are we still talking about it? Yeah, but because because we're not really fully being transparent on both ends, it keeps it we keep talking about it, we keep talking about it, and going in circles because no one is really being honest. Yeah. Um. Now we've got that out of the way. Now I'm gonna go into how much I am against the other girls because then. <laughs> Amanda chimes in and goes, anytime anyone tries to approach you and Sierra tries to interrupt and goes, when the girls try to approach you. And I would just like to point out that 
Lindsay doesn't discriminate. She reacts poorly when anyone approaches her. Okay. So don't try to make it this bullshit. Like when the girls, Kyle just said a man. So fuck off. Okay. So I'm going to do some dialogue for a second. Here we go. Amanda says you get defensive and you never listen to what people have to say. And then Sierra comes in. You're dismissive and your tone is fucking horrible. Are you really about to say that with the tone, with that tone? And then Danielle goes, you're not a very approachable either. And then Sierra goes, at least I'm not condescending. And when I do speak up, Danielle interrupts, but we listen. And then this is where I almost lost my shit. So I made a post where the captions weren't picking up what they were saying, like when the, the auto captions. So I literally sat in that dinner scene with the wine throwing and I went through and I kept stopping and pausing and I wrote out all the, all the dialogue. Danielle truly was trying to say, no, 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 Sierra. Austin was saying to me, what she was trying to say was Sierra. Austin was saying to me that he didn't want to be with you. And like, that's, like she was trying to be like, like, look, like you're trying to get mad about Austin, but like Austin was not even on the table, like trying to calm everything down, basically. But Sierra's still not listening. And Sierra's like, she wasn't even listening. And Lindsay's like, I was looking straight at you, which she was. She now, was. Granted, she lit. She looked at her the whole time. Granted, Lindsay did have a look of. Lindsay's look on her face was not warm and fuzzy. But to be fair, she was very, she was so caught off guard because they were going around talking about love. And then Sierra's like, well, we're fucking talking about love. Fuck you, Lindsay. And so she was like jarred. So she was sitting, listening. Her face was not warm and fuzzy. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what Sierra expected from her. And... If my friend, my best friend, was being spoken to like that in front of everybody, I would get involved too. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would absolutely be a little like, whoa. 100%. That's how I roll. The way that, okay, this whole dinner scene thing really pisses me off because I don't feel like anyone is really truly – the way that they keep on trying to give Lindsay, this grown-ass woman, all these, like, life fucking lessons, I just don't see them doing that. At least this is the one time that there's unequivocally no reason why everyone shouldn't be looking at Sierra and saying, we need to talk to you about how you once started this conversation off, how it all transpired and how it all ended. She was wrong the entire time because it was – First of all, the wrong time and place because we were all trying to have a good moment. And also, by the way, side note, Paige was very dismissive about like when Andy had made the comment, like, did we feel like anything when Andre had made that nice thing? It was like, it was just like at a dinner, at, just at a dinner, a dinner that he really put his a lot of effort into. That's like, that's dismissive. Anywho. Um, and then she started, the way Sierra started it off was making fun of Lindsay. I don't think anybody really picks up on that. The, con- the, the it was this wasn't a conversation to really hash anything out. This was a tongue lashing. This was a conversation. This was Sierra wanting to read Lindsay to filth, give her a tongue lashing of her life, and and pick out any pick at any insecurity that she had. It wasn't about having a conversation, a dialogue, explaining her point of view. It was about making Lindsay feel the way she felt 
all weekend, I guess, in her mind. And she starts off by when, um, making fun of Lindsay's pillars of love, like, yep. or whatever you want to call it. That's how yep. it starts. If you start something out like that, what the fuck is the other person supposed to say? She could have been really argumentative from jump. Lindsay yep. sat there and took her tongue lashing. Didn't, I think she may try to interject once and then Sierra was like, no. And she, then she was quiet again. So I'm not expecting, and I don't think that you're saying this, but I'm not expecting Lindsay to be like, hmm, let me please take this in and take notes on how disgusting of a person I am. How I don't, that how I isolate and victimize people and that the only reason that I can get affection from people is to isolate them. Yeah, let me really like have a smile on while someone really just rips my whole being to shreds. Carl, Carl said it perfectly. He said, you weren't getting what you wanted out of her. Thank you. And that is exactly what it was like you. She wasn't giving you what like she wasn't apologizing, but you're not you're first of all, you're in a group setting. So so everyone's going to feel a little defensive when multiple people are involved, like watching this happen. It feels very it's embarrassing. It feels uncomfortable. Um, And I repeat. If I'm sitting next to my best friend and someone is coming for her like that, I'm absolutely going to be defensive and get involved at some point or another. Especially, if, yeah. Especially since Danielle was just trying to tr- like trying to like mediate and be like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. It's not like Austin was some was like saying he likes you and she stole him away. Austin was being a piece of shit and was playing both sides. Yeah, and that's when. Danielle, but Maya does say at one point, she says to, mm. to Lindsay, she goes, I would, I would be offended if, if you, if you responded to me that way, I would be offended. And was I was saying it to Lindsay or was she saying it to Danielle? I couldn't tell. And I, I thought she was, she was saying, saying it to, it to Lynn. Okay. I thought it was to Lindsay. I couldn't tell because I don't think it was to Danielle because she didn't even know that Danielle was the one assaulted in that fight. Remember? She was like surprised later. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, you threw it at Danielle? So I think it was yeah. to Lindsay. Okay. And so because, look, Lindsay does get defensive, fine. But again, what did they expect her to do? I get it, though. I get it. Like, I have a, I have confronted people um, and had such a tone and such an energy. Like, I did that once at Soho House where I had built up so much heat and came into it with so much heat that they had that response to me. And the fact that they were recoiling made me only more mad. Mm-hmm. And I then bawled them out for having that response. But do you see how I realize what happened? Yeah. Like, I'm not then continuing to say, like, and you're so fucking condescending. It's like, I get what happened now. But, like, Sierra still doesn't see what happened. And then she Danielle- still, she, the issue, she still thinks she's the victim. Yes. And so then when Danielle is like, did you know you threw the glass? This really kind of breaks my heart because I I get why it was like too little too late for Danielle. But I also thought that there was a moment of hope when Sierra was like, you're right. I absolutely should have reached out to you. I just felt uncomfortable because like we weren't in that place. And then Danielle's like, I've developed a hatred for you. And they're like, next week. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I need to see how this pans out before I can really round out my opinion on it. Um, something tells me not good because yeah, I, I just tell. feel like it's so funny because 
they've painted this thing that Lindsay, she hasn't apologized, but no, neither does Sierra really. Because uh, even like point. the good point. Yeah, like because like even the next day after the whole wine thing, somehow, some way, when uh Sierra did go up to Danielle to apologize for throwing wine. It was like so brief of an apology. So brief. Right? It was it was like I'm really I I was I, I was out of my character. Sorry. I threw the wine at you. It shouldn't have gotten there. But I want to tell you why I got to that point. Yeah. And it immediately became about her and feeling dismissed by Danielle and almost still kind of putting it back on her for why she threw it at her in the first place. It's like, it's a constant dismissal of you. And that's why I threw it on you. Like almost it's your own fault. Why I threw it on you. Like, I am sorry I did it, but I mean, you have to admit, like you don't make it easy for me to like understand you and all this stuff. And it just turned into this whole thing of Danielle doesn't try. And so then Danielle spends the rest of the fucking season trying to try and so I do really hurt for Danielle Me too. for her to have so quickly and wholeheartedly accepted Sierra's apology and really try to move forward with her with her for her to it wraps. They don't talk at all. Then she has to rewatch everything and see that. I can tell like some of the thing like she like I didn't even know she had a bruise on her chest, but I'm sure she was investigating the next day. Like, why do I have a bruise on my chest? And then she that's then, why she thought it was from Craig because she like yeah. she said, it's not from Craig. And then, yeah. And then everyone being like, oh, Craig was holding you back. He's probably from that. And then for her to watch and realize that she was assaulted. And she didn't even realize she was assaulted. And no one has really taken that seriously and checked in on her is so disheartening and all anybody is obsessed with yeah is sierra's hurt feelings over fucking austin that's all we're talking about is sierra's hurt feelings over austin and not danielle's hurt physical body and mental yep over what happened to her yeah want to talk about dismissed that is dismissive to me yep on a higher more important level you know want to know something i love that my queen said this she said we should not ever let it get to that level as women as women of color because everyone i want to keep trying to forget danielle's a woman of color and trying to put this whole like racial thing into it and it's like Stop acting like Danielle's not a woman of color too, and she doesn't have her own things that she's had to struggle with in life. Like they're and like, and it's so true. It's like you have these two women of color that are fighting, and it gets physical. Like it's it that hurts in on a, a whole other level that people won't understand too. And it's like we're on TV fighting two women of color. Like, do you understand? Sierra what really wants to, to gloss people? right. She wants to gloss right over that. She's like, yes, that was bad. Yeah, but- like it's really bad. Like she really wants to gloss over it, and it's absurd that like Amanda is. They just seem very afraid of Sierra. They do. They do, don't they? We've talked about this before. They really seem. Paige is silent. Paige is like, I'd do it again. I'd fucking do it again. I'd rile her up again. All proud of herself. I'm like, oh, you're yeah, big like, and bad, I, aren't you? She's like, I didn't save her to throw the like the glass. Not that part. But it's like, but you don't, you're not, you're also not accepting that all of the things that you like, I mean, Sierra's her own person and she made the, her own decisions. So I'm not like 
I'm not putting that on Paige, but Paige, yes, you did play a part in how wh- how we got here. And for you to not want to like take back any of that is so immature to me. Like, I agree. It got to a really bad. Like, it's not. It wasn't just words, guys. Like, it got bad, really bad. And I understand you didn't maybe know that in the at the time, but you know now. So like, do better. Paige cannot handle any heat. And here's what Paige, I had this realization last night. Paige reminds me of a girl who like a school, like a school girl who wants to get transferred to like another cooler school. Cause so she's like, I'd rather be on Southern charm. So she's like trying to get transferred off of summer house. She's like, this I hate it here. Like, I don't like this stupid cast. I'd rather be over on Southern charm. I'm wondering if that's why she's mo- not. I don't. I know that's not completely why she's moving to Charleston, but like again, like what you said, like especially with so much of what the backlash that she's been getting. I know she has a lot of supporters. Don't get me wrong, but she has. I think this is the first season where I think she's gotten a lot of of heat. Yeah, and I think that for her, like kind of like Hannah, she got a lot of heat heat last season, and she was just like, "Bye, I'm not going to continue to do this," and it's easier Hannah for her got- to take destroyed and now yeah. Paige is getting destroyed yeah and i think that i i don't even know if we will see Paige and craig on summer house after this like reunion so far like, i think i Paige might just be like craig was coming for craig was coming for summer house producers and editors like oh they just give you a bad edit and they're all yeah, on like, Lindsay's side so usually when I'm you not, start to do that they're like well then you're not coming back yeah like i don't know i don't know if we will see them at and all, she, I'm, I'm telling. She reminds me of a bitchy schoolgirl who's like, I don't even want to go to the school anymore. Like, Dad, I want to go to a new school. Yeah, I, I, I really can't wait to see how everything plays out I on agree. Southern Charm for them. I agree. I'm. I have a feeling though that she thinks, <laughs> like, when you're when you try to go to the South and you're not from the South, it's not as easy as you think. Like, look what Shep did to Craig that whole first season. They do they not. Love, they love to sh- tell people that they're outsiders. Oh, yeah. That's what ML, like, think about, like, they love, that is their thing that that's their go-to. They love to tell people, that, the way that they cut people down is to, like, say, you're not accepted. You're not, you don't belong. That's what Austin just did to Maya in her own fucking house. Right? Like, they, right? that's their first that's thing their that they want to say. That, that is their is thing. That is thing. By the way, I hadn't had my screen open because I had it closed because I was looking at my notes and I look like I'm dying. I feel like I'm dying. I'm like, I think I need to go get. I don't think that you look like you're dying, but I, I, I can, I can understand. No, 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 not. I can't. I can't tell. I just think that you know. So you, that's how you can see your. That's what you're (sighs) seeing or seeing. But I can't tell. I only can tell when you're saying it to me. I'm dying. I like. I feel like my throat's. Have you ever? Have you had COVID? No, I have not either. to my knowledge. I'm, I'm really hoping to God that this is not COVID. I'm, I was so I feel like so I've like I hold it over people like I haven't had it. Like, I'm I mean, I hope it's just a cold. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been sick in, just in case I haven't been sick in so long, though. I forget how miserable it is. I know it is, it's terrible. I'm not a good sick person. Oh, my God. When I worked at Soho House, I was sick like eight times a year. <laughs> 
We were just like I mean, passing shit around constantly. I and know. then it, and it was like that very corporate America thing where you're like proud of going into work sick. Like you'd go in with like your your props, you'd be like, Look how sick I am and I'm still here, still yeah. working. And then like you would just keep cycling the same exact flu. And they made it really hard for you to get, tell them get that out. they were you were sick. Cause then like if you called out like, Oh, I don't feel well, like you don't feel well. <laughs> mm. Sure. Interesting. Okay, then feel better. Yep. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Which is why I never called out either. I just recently started to like have um, just care more about myself. Yeah. So if like I – you know how – you know I get migraines. You get migraines. Um, I would still like come to work and like – I Ooh, I, I don't know migraine. how. It, I remember one time I fainted um, in the hallway oh. and, Lalo, and Lalo caught me. And I didn't. And I remember, like, Amut was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "I'm fine. I can wow. still work." See, this is just, <laughs> like, it was that kind of shit that I never under, like, I never got behind, like that whole concept of just like sacrificing yourself for the sake of a company. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now I, I I call out, and I'm I'm lucky because thank God the culture has changed. It has, especially to. yeah, especially with like COVID. Now they take that stuff much more serious and it's not you don't feel shame i get and because i yeah because I've, I've called out a couple of times the mo- the most i've ever called out in my history of being at soho house i really rarely called out and i've called out probably three times this year and that's a lot for me and i would get such anxiety like oh my god they're gonna think i'm making it up and like which I, who gives a fuck but no they they would literally be like Oh yes, like please don't. We're we're we will be fine. Like we'll be fine. Like also make sure you get your sick days. Like like is there something that we can do for you? Do you need more days off? Like at least COVID did something good. I was like, who this? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. At least COVID did something for the betterment of others because that that was never the case. There was also like an actual epidemic of call outs for people just like not really calling out right 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 for sure and it there would be definitely like those, the, the chronic call up call out there, people. there would be like a morning i'd be the opening manager and they'd be like i have six call outs <laughs> so i'd be like yeah i know it was know. for a while there it was really bad like it, it was, was always sa- it was always the same people too you're like it was horrible it was like it was like i have ptsd from those experiences yeah and, th- and those people who call out like almost like weekly have no shame and i always i like secretly envy people like that because you don't like even like i'm like legitimately sick and the crippling anxiety i get with calling out like i like i'll pace like if people aren't able to like i'm calling the house like a million times because they're so busy no one's picking up the phone or like the reception is like it's okay i find a manager i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i'm like until i like do it and get it over with i know I'm like, I have such bad anxiety. Luckily, <laughs> we have a thing called work chat now. So when they don't do that, I'll just like uh, like uh, message one of the managers because like they also send out in this work chat group who's working like management and stuff like that so I can see what managers are working. And then I'll side message them being like, hey, try to call the house like 10 times. No one picked up. I can't come to work like sorry and i'm sick or whatever and they're like oh yeah no problem sorry about that feel better uh make sure you put your sick thing in let me know if you guys if you need any more days off like please feel better we'll be fine you're like ooh, someone had to overhaul their hr policies didn't they 
Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to still call, but like, you know how it is. I'm like, I've yeah. called a lot of times. And, and, and no I, one can I, get to the phone. They're yeah. Like, so I was like, so I'm like, just messaging yeah. you just yeah. because this is the quickest way right now. And I, and totally. I need to, I need someone to know 100%. that I'm not coming. Because you're not going to talk about no call, no show. Cause bitch, I called. Look at my timeline. Like I can show you my, my, my call record, bitch. bitch. Like, um, all right. Well, we have next week for Summer House. And so listeners, I don't know if I've announced it already, but Pia and I are very excited. Pia is going to be along for the ride for all season of Beverly Hills. Oh, my um, gosh. I'm very excited because, you see, they're all actors on that cast. So I'm going to – let's like – we're going to do it. We're going to recreate so many scenes. We're going to make it – it's good. I'm watching it like it's theater because, honestly – It is theater. It's theater. Like – I know that at one point Rena's gonna come for Erica, but I'm like, okay, but they're all fine is now. She? Like, is yeah, she? she's gonna be like, you, you either take your antidepressants or you drink. You can't do both. And they've been in the press saying like, there's a couple times where we didn't think the friendship was gonna recover. I'm like, but now you're fine. So yeah, I'm just gonna. Enjoy I feel like, it like it's Rena also making theater. sure that she doesn't. Yeah, I feel like it's Rena also like making sure that she knows that Erica yeah. looks bad as fuck. Like, there's there's still a point where you're like. I can't sync with you, bitch. Nope. So she's like, I am not about to like have the viewers think I'm a, a complete idiot because I, I I created the phrase own uh-huh. it. So so she's not like doing she's doing just enough basically yeah. to like just so. enough not enough to like ruin her friendship with Erica, but enough to make the viewers be like she did call Erica out a few times so she can say that at the reunion. You know what, Andy? I did call Erica out because you know what? She like there there were moments. Like so you can't say that I don't do that. Like that's I've, what she that's that's what she did so she could say that on the reunion. Did you see the clip of the preview clip of Erica and Garcelle? Oh, you oh. had to of the one that got I so I posted a preview clip and then someone reported it, Erica, and <laughs> and got it removed. Well, they tried to get it removed, but I re- I I I appealed it. I said, this is not violating anything. I'm not bullying or harassing anybody. But my caption was a little aggressive. So I I reposted with a less aggressive caption. But she's being such a bitch to producers. It really pisses me off because it's like. Oh, with like find it yourself. Yeah. Like Bravo do her do do their due diligence. Bravo can look it up. Like, you know what, bitch? Fuck you. You would not have a platform this big if it wasn't for this show so stop like and the funny thing is also if if it was all out there honey i would be when when you have facts i get so excited if if i was erica and all of that stuff was public record bitch i would have came with my binder i'd be like exhibit a bitch yep exhibit b bitch yep like yep so don't so do not with me okay because she's just trying to be like well if you can't like it's there and if you can't find it you're just an idiot she literally thought that she could be like it's all cleared up everything's cleared so (laughs) let's have some fun case dismissed honestly my favorite clip though so far the sutton one kyle and sutton one and for so many reasons of why (laughs) that was the best clip i've seen so far for beverly hills the best so many reasons. We will definitely so, I, I, be recreating even, that scene. We will definitely like be recreating it. Kyle being overdramatic. Like, 
crying like it was her her house that fucking got broken into. Like, I'm not saying you can't be sad for your friend or anything, but like, you know how Kyle is. She she's so fucking dramatic that I was just like, okay, this is a bit much, Kyle. Like, oh, you got cookies? What kind? I need a cookie. Like, the fuck, fuck off, Kyle. And then, um, goodbye, Kyle. Um, and then and then Sutton. Just not giving a shit about what happened. No, fully knowing well that Dorit got burglarized. And be like, oh, God, I've been putting out fires too, like, bitch. But it was hilarious. Like, I didn't, like, I just, like, it was just so funny to me. But then I also like, love Sutton's, like, she's been doing press about it. She's like, I just, I do feel bad. I just didn't, I hadn't really read the, the tabloids at that point I'm like, Sutton, don't backtrack. Own it. I just want I you know. to lean all the way into it. Be like, yeah, well, lean I- into it. You know why? Because you know, I think I told you this when it first happened. Like, I like a part of me is like, is this? Did this robbery happen, or was this for I'm a storyline? St- I know I'm that still the, on the I, I'm still on the fence. I'm still I know on the fence that about the it. robbery literally happened because there's well, footage of it. But well, I, I'm saying, is it staged? Was it staged? Like, you know, I'm really it, worried it, about about because Pia, you and I are on the exact same page here. Um, I'm worried that we might get in trouble, but I'm willing to I, sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice know, it, guys. I, I was I wasn't like I have my opinions and. I'm willing to go there with you. Like, I was too, like, I was like, I don't know. I was going to, like, side talk you, but I was like, I don't know if I should, like, I don't want to be insensitive because, like. I know. That's so serious. And, like, I don't want, I don't want to be a bitch about it, but. I agree. I I have, the only reason why I kind of still want to talk about it, and I'm going to say this, like, this is completely me being speculating and i have no evidence this is not fact at all (laughs) like and i'm totally like know that i could be completely wrong but there's like i just have this theory about the the alarm system that everyone is is the same company that everyone's been using that keeps getting burglarized on beverly hills yes so i'll say that and i'll leave it there yeah, that's why um, I like kind of. That's a, that's a good tease for what's to come when we recap because um, I we ha- I have my reasons, I have my justifications. Pia does as well. Pia and I, as you guys already know, are big true crime heads. Thank you guys so much. For yeah, listening. so that's where it's coming from, guys. Sorry, it's coming from. Could you do a little place rate like and review? Maybe this, even subscribe. Adding up evidence in our heads going wait. If not, yeah, hey, like it's like no yeah. Push. It's, I'm it's, also on Buy Me a Coffee. Buy Me a Coffee is a great group of content creators to get some monetary like, support like, from their followers. We're like, and, and it's, like, it's yeah. just very easy. Buymeacoffee.com yeah, slash She Speaks yeah. Bravo. Like, the link is also like, in my Instagram news, bio. Like, what? And of and course, then I, if you're yeah. not already, please follow Reddit, me on Instagram. Like, I'm also on TikTok. So I'm not going to lie. I just post the exact same stuff on both platforms. So no need to follow both. But love you guys. And I'll see you next time. But honest. But I do have opinions about it. I think by now you guys know that I'm. This isn't like a shock podcast. Like I'm pretty careful with what I with my opinions. But I have to finally just be able to live in my controversial truth for once. I have to. And this is my controversial truth. I can't get through this entire season and not be honest about it, guys. So yeah, because we really have like we really have some theories about this. Yes, and I have we have to do it. We have to. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. I'm glad we talked about this. Are we gonna get canceled? I don't know. We might. We might. And you know what? We'll 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 be canceled together. 
All right. Um, guys, follow Pia. She's on Instagram uh, at Pia JV. So P I A. I almost said G. G E G V. Instagram and TikTok. And uh, she's going to be, she's going to be here forever and ever and ever. Bye, Pia. Bye. Bye, everybody. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.